In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. The Deeds of Dieter Darkhand by Harold Ding, Minstrel Extraordinaire Preface It would be wrong of me to say that I have never questioned my choices in life. Born to a humble family of equally humble means in the rough glens of Dunmoriga, I was certainly destined for a provincial future. The rude huts and dripping forests that crowd the Taltje, the highlands of my native land, might seem ridiculous in the glittering lights of Fairwind, or the spice-scented marble halls of Suahudilla. And the people, well, may the gods help me. There were times when I was old enough to be embarrassed that I wished I could have been from anywhere else. It was in this very state of mind that I found myself lounging in our village one deep spring day. In the weakness of youth, I felt worn from a morning of being up to my elbows and cleaning gut for another batch of strings for harps. I remember picking at the salt flakes on my arms with fingertips buckled from being in the barrel of warm water, and wrinkling my nose against the smell that I imagined must drift ahead of me like an unwelcome messenger. I was engaged in this particularly unwholesome and uninspired task when he rode into town. Now, gentle reader, I must take you on a little traveled side path for a moment. I am a Ding of Dingvernal. Although I am now proud to make the claim and even miss the ragged haunts of my childhood, you'll have noticed it was not always thus. As villages go, Dingvernal was sufficiently large, with perhaps three hundred souls wedged into the steep walls of our end of the glen. My later travels in harsher lands have taught me to appreciate the beauty of a grey morning as soft rain falls on brilliant green moss, an all-too-common occurrence in the Taltje. But at the time, of course, to a mind aflame with the wandering minstrel's tales of far-off places, I felt it was a mud pit deserving only my loathing. One road, crowded about with soggy huts and soggier thatch, led through our sloppy village and on down the glen to the next, which looked exactly the same. I know, because I often helped drive sheep from there back to Dingvenal for slaughter. The only bright spots in the dreary, shameful place were the summer and winter festivals, when lights would burn long into the night and stories would flow. It mattered little that they were always the same, in fact, our knowing them through and through only built our anticipation as we could expect what was to come. It was the skill of the minstrels as they clattered through these tales. Their deftness with words, coming up with new ways to describe people and places familiar to our ears. And it entertained me to no end. It was at one such festival that I decided I would throw away everything to include untold generations of dings in Dingvernal to learn how to cast the same spell on eager listeners, 
All that was lacking was the right moment. That moment came on the morning Dieter Darkhand rode into town on a road-weary horse. As I have come to expect, and as you will through the tale shared in this book, he chose the exact right moment to do so, and in the perfect manner. As you will recall, I was fussing with the telltales of my labor, and I would have been contented to keep at it indefinitely if it kept me out of the barrel. But there was a sudden stillness in the air that caused me to look around, and my glance traveled northward and eastward toward the rocky ascent that led to the open lands beyond my village. As I see that distant morning in my mind's eye, the day was just old enough that the golden sun was cresting the high stone walls of our long glen when he topped the ridge. There was a dark shape, man and horse merged as a single large figure, still and ominous for the briefest of moments. And then, a warm light and stirring breeze burst forth, and with a loud cry he leaned forward, and the horse came streaming down the rocky path like a charger lunging for battle. What happened next is unclear for sure, but there was Dieter, surrounded by a flock of Dingvenal's folk, come to see what the commotion was about. The earliness of the day was no deterrent as men and women gawped and streamed into the street. The horse, poor thing, had plunged its head into a puddle for something to drink, but Dieter slid from his saddle and began to tell some story of his latest adventure. My eye was drawn immediately to a puff of sky-blue silk that had been tied about the saddle's horn. As everyone else was enraptured by the story, I reached an unthinking hand toward the cloth, feeling it shimmer beneath my fingers. It fell open to reveal a pale gold embroidery with initials worked at the corner, and I was about to retreat when I felt the stranger's hand drop heavily onto my shoulder. And I count all that as nothing in comparison to the favor of the lovely lady I saved only this morning. Her carriage had broken down on the high road just north of here, and I was fortunate to be of assistance. As it happens, she was a princess on her way to be wed. I simply couldn't let her languish there, so I did what I could. I wore out my axe for the cause, but new axles don't grow on trees. They grow in them. And of course she demanded a price for my services, so I asked for a single kiss. It's such a little thing after all, isn't it? His laugh rang among the huts and was echoed by the crowd, but I was struck. Here was a man who consorted with princesses, thinking nothing of felling a tree at a whim to rescue someone, to work an axle out of a living tree, and then have such wonderful stories to tell. It was a minstrel's dream come true. My head in a whirl, I ran back to my master's workshop, grabbing my few possessions and, gods forgive me, the instrument he had finished only the day before. It was simple enough, yet encrusted with little bits of sparkling stone we had discovered in the sheep pasture one day, and the frame glittered in all levels of light. It catches my eye even now, this many years later.
each time I pull it out to play. But more on that in due course. I will spare you the details of what it took to convince Dieter to allow me to accompany him. As I remember, it wasn't difficult, but I had to do it out of sight and without my master catching wind of my theft. But it seemed an eternity as he stood and weighed my words, staring into the brightening sky as he considered my plea. And then, with a white smile and another hand to my shoulder that nearly knocked me over, he told me what I had longed to hear. Make haste then, young friend, and let's be on our way. The world awaits. I have been traveling ever since. I have faced hardships my younger self might have quailed to consider. I have missed Dingvenal more terribly than I ever could have thought possible. I have feared for my life more times than I can count. But each narrow escape only adds to the stories I have to share. And so now, I gather the best of these tales into one place for you, dear reader. May they be a light to you in dark times. Hello, stackers. This is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and this is a bit of a departure for me, as I'm always on the lookout for things to do, things to add, to further develop the world of Vardalon and the land of Edelin. I'm trying to think of ways to look at characters, places, people, things in different ways so that we're developing the richness of the world. And one of the things I've been mulling over for some time was taking a closer look at Dieter Darkhand and maybe looking at him through a different lens. And so it seemed to make sense that I tell his story through someone else's words and who better than Harold, who is the follower <laughs> who accompanies him on his journeys. And maybe it will reveal some things about the world and our larger story as things progress. So I hope you've enjoyed this introduction to what I hope will be more recounting of the deeds of Dieter. Now this is to be considered separate from Dieter's deeds, the of course well-known and iconic song that is well played throughout the lands of Edelin. And of course you're familiar with that one. And I do hope still at some point to perhaps come up with music for that song but there's a lot of work that needs to happen before that becomes a reality. So in the meantime, I'm content to try and peck away at this one as needed. Don't worry, there's more actual play content coming, but I thought it'd be fun to fill a week with something different, and we'll be back to our actual play next week. Thank you, Stackers. Have a great time, and we'll see you here again next time, right here at Stack of Dice. Stack of Dice.